Weekly feed. Weekly feed. Music news show November 29th. Uh, Sean Cannon, this is the last music news show of the year. It's true. We all wrap it up here. I'm wearing my toboggan. You are wearing it. That kind of means something. In I guess honor it's symbolic, it. right? Sure. Sure. I don't know what that's symbolic of. Um, putting a cap on things. There we go. Look yeah. at you. You just did it. Wow. Yeah. Feel good. It's yeah. a good way to start. That's our start right there. <laughs> really mildly amusing pun. That means we're really going to hit it out of the park today. Well, let's start out here because uh, Foo Fighters have just made one of the biggest announcements of all time. An announcement that's not like any other announcement that's ever been made. I don't know. It's, I it's 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 pretty similar to many announcements that oh. have been made. Oh, see, it was just a, it was a style, I guess. They, but, they fooled me. Right, that's the thing. It's because they said that their album is going to be unlike any other album ever. But again, I think lots of people say that. <laughs> You is, might this, be, is this kind of like, uh, this album's our best album ever? They always say that on the new album. No, 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 no. It, it's a little more than that. And you might be inclined to agree if you're a fan of Dave Grohl. He said uh, when he was asked about it, we're doing something that nobody knows about. We begin recording soon, but we're doing it in a way that no one's done before. And we're writing the album in a way that I don't think has been done before. So what does this mean? I don't know, because if it doesn't mean that they were, you know, like writing it in a hyperbaric chamber and recording it in a nuclear <laughs> submarine in the bowels of the Pacific, if it doesn't mean that, yeah. then I don't... I, I don't I, understand. How many ways can you skin a cat? I mean, I guess maybe they're uh, going to go, Virgin Galactic is going to take them up into space and they're going to lay it down on four-inch tape. But you're still writing a record the same way that you'd be writing it at that point. You're coming up with an idea and then you're collaborating to you know flesh the idea out. Well, I mean, look at it like this. If you're in a hyperbaric chamber, there's lots and lots of oxygen in there, so your brain could be working differently. Maybe it's kind of like uh, they're going Tommy on this one, deaf, dumb, and blind, so they've kind of uh, numbed all of their senses and they're just banging things out in hope that mm. it starts to sound good at some point. You know, it's, they could be using sensory deprivation chambers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just all sitting in the in the lukewarm water with the weird white noise playing. <laughs> That's how they're writing the record. I mean, they, they kind of tried to do this last time, not a way that no one's been done before, but uh, he basically took one of the biggest rock bands in the world into, literally, into his garage right. to make a garage record. Maybe they're recording it in his refrigerator. Oh, see, now there we go. That's different. I don't think anybody's ever done that before. No one's ever recorded a, a record in their refrigerator. And he's rich, so he probably has like a gigantic it's walk-in. It's a walk-in freezer, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, that would be my assumption. My mom has one of those, so. <laughs> she also runs a restaurant, just to be clear. She's not rich, but uh, <laughs> she does have a walk-in freezer. She's a sweet lady. Uh, Your mom. Sweet lady, her. yeah. Uh, Beastie Boys are in kind of a weird, weird lawsuit uh, thing right now. Uh, as it turned out, this uh, what's the company? They were called uh, Goldie Blocks. Goldie Blocks sampled or covered something. Yeah, one of uh, the, the classic girls. Yeah, uh, they, they cover, and it was with little girls, right? It was little kids that were girls, and it was kind of about female empowerment. They were almost taking it back, right? And, and now, one thing I'll say that this is a song that the Beastie Boys actually said we don't want anything to do with after a while because it, it was being. Uh, misunderstood because it sounds like a really sexist song, but they were playing the opposite card of right. that, you know, be, show you in the mirror type of thing. Right, back when they were, you know, fighting for their right to party. <laughs> right. But they have distanced themselves. Yet here's this one uh, little group who has taken this song and more or less stolen the song because Beastie Boys will never, they say, have never. Uh, do not ever plan to license their music, and I guess it was even in MCA's will. Right, yeah. He 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 requested in his will that their music never be used in advertising. Right. And uh, well, the crazy thing is, at first people thought that Beastie Boys were suing Goldie Blocks. Right. Turns out that they just sent him a cease and desist letter, but then Goldie Blocks 
sued, sued them. them. This goes something? back to like, this is the McDonald's thing, right? Like she spilled her coffee on herself and then sued McDonald's. It's, it goes into that file. I feel like Beastie Boys. They didn't even. Do it. They just said, "Hey, how did you? Why? How were you able to use that? That's all they said. How were you able to use our right. song?" And Goldie Block said, "Whoa, man. Whoa, back down." And I quit strong arming me, man. There's a comma in there before the man. You know. <laughs> well, I guess the way it's resolved though is Goldie Blocks has pulled the video that was supposed to be. I didn't. I never even saw it. That's All right. Thing. Yeah. So it's uh, it's over. Yeah. Could they have won that? Could they? No. Yeah. Because they were trying to say what what they were actually saying it was like it was um, in reference to the song. That's what it was. Yeah. It was. It was in, supposed in to be covering, parody. Yeah, yeah. In them covering the song, they were saying it was in reference to the song. But as you know, we know from Weird, Weird Al's career, you you can get sued even for parody right. songs, right? Well, that's the thing. Although it depends on how you're doing it, and I think specifically the way they did it meant that uh, they were going to get in trouble. Because you can cover a song and change some of the words. Right. But when you start using it in advertising, right, right. that's completely when it becomes an issue. Completely different. Uh, let's jump over to Oasis. It's coming up on the 20th anniversary of Definitely Maybe. There's been a few rumors out there, Sean, of uh, Oasis maybe getting back together. And uh, and what's our uh, what's our outlook looking on that? Well, you know, it, it was a little while ago, one of the Gallagher's, I always get them confused, said that, yeah, yeah, we'll probably get together because, you know, we'll get a lot of money, things like that. Mm-hmm. But another one of the Gallagher's just said no. He said they'll definitely, definitely not do a definitely maybe reunion. <laughs> I'm really in this corner on this because, you know, it, it's it's almost like everybody has to reunite. Everybody has to celebrate. And a lot of these I like celebrating. It's it's fun to see it out there. But to actually see, you know, somebody go, no, because uh, I love his quote. He says, uh, band breaks up, band is no more. There is no band. That's how it is. Well, it's funny, too, because uh, in that same interview, someone said, are you tired of getting asked about it? And he said, well, I only get asked like six times a day. It's not that bad. (laughs) It would be really good tiring. Uh, Here's the thing, though. You know it's going to happen somehow. I mean, my assumption is they'll do it without Noel Gallagher. Yeah. They'll get Eric Clapton instead. (laughs) Well played. Maybe maybe, maybe just Damon Albarn. I mean, Oasis is still out there. They're just called BDR right now. Yeah, basically. That's everyone but Noel, right? Maybe they'll get Graham Coxon. In, in Ooh, maybe see, maybe Jarvis Cocker. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Maybe Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker. Wow. Probably you hear not. Joe Cocker go, we're going to live forever. That was Fat Albert. Hold on. Let me try that again. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, you, you got uh, lots of Kickstarter things out there, uh, and, and everything is really fun when a band kind of does one of these Kickstart or, or pledge campaigns. And, and the deal, Sean, you get with them is that uh, if you pledge so much... You get something special. You get something special, and we've seen bands like I, I know Mike Doty uh, said, um, uh, "I will, I will thank you in the liner notes and put an adjective before your name." And he had to come up with an adjective for like three hundred names or something like that. And, he's, and he nailed it. But uh, Ben Soli, or from Ben Soli, gave away his Cosby sweater. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Craig Finn of the Hold Steady might take it though. Because on his doing, it's not Kickstarter, right? No, it's Pledge Music. There's a difference. I mean, there's really not a difference. But there's a difference. <laughs> Some kind of percentage on the back end, probably. probably. Yeah. Uh, he says if you uh, if you pledge uh, X amount of dollars, the band will call you. Yeah. That's, that's nice. If you pledge a little bit more, you get to go on a three-mile run with Craig Finn. I don't understand that. Why would, why would you want torture after right. spending thousands of dollars? <laughs> I don't get it. Plus, uh, I'd be a little scared on Craig Finn's part. Like, you got to go out into the uh, the woods, 
you know, on a run. Well, maybe it'll be like when the president, uh, you know, when George Bush used to jog oh, yeah. around or Bill Clinton, and he'll have like an entourage of 15 bodyguards, possibly. <laughs> well, it, you take it further, and this is what I love about Craig Finn. You take it further. You take it further. You could have a heart-to-heart talk about positivity hmm. with Craig Finn. Well, if anyone is... Uh, if anyone is actually able to have a heart-to-heart talk about positivity other than Stuart Smalley, <laughs> it's Craig Finn. I like that you go into that conversation, though, not, like there's no other topic. It's like, whatever no. we're talking about, we're talking about positivity. Well, anything is going to go there. It doesn't matter if you're talking about baseball. He's going to talk about how you have to stay positive because you've got to think of the fact that, you know, every, every ten times you go up to bat, you're only going to hit it three times. That's still good, even though you miss seven <laughs> times. You know, that's still good. You only you only miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Doctor Phil, he needs to have a Doctor Phil show. Mm, Craig Finn, Doctor Craig, Doctor Craig. We should also say this uh, this whole uh, pledge campaign is for a cover EP. They're gonna have a, new, a record. Oh right, right, that's here. right. They're t- yeah, it's, it's for a thing. It's actually a thing. Yeah, they're gonna have a record out in twenty fourteen, uh, which is on a label. It's on a big label. But uh, this one, they say they needed some help money wise on to make a cover EP. Right, because no one wants to pay for that. I the fa- the fans want to pay for it. People with money don't want to. I've heard for them. It. I've heard them do covers. They cover the Clash. He can get away with that. They cover Iggy. You know, they cover his heroes. He can get away with that. They've got this cover of uh, Seeger's "Against the Grain" that is uh. atrocious. It is a B side. I think in uh, maybe the Separation Sunday record or something. But it is bad. Yeah, let's not do that. When Craig starts to sing, "I'm as gone against the wind," I said "Against the Grain," "Against the Wind." Yeah, that's bad. That's yeah. Here's mm. the thing: Craig Finn needs to get away from that. Get back to the uh, daytime talk show idea, Doctor Finn, Medicine Woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Touched uh, by an angel. <laughs> I think it's something is in there. Sean is dying. Uh, it's good. It's good. Two sick guys on a microphone. Uh, you're a Daniel Johnston fan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Give me. I mean, uh, for the uninitiated, uh, give me the nutshell. Uh, you know, he became popular thanks in part to uh, to Kurt Cobain, who wore a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And back then, that's all you had to do. It's, yeah. You wear a T-shirt of a band, they become popular. This is like Justin Vernon tweeting about a band and then them getting signed a big label. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. That's that's how it, how it used to work, except, you know, people had to, like, go and buy CDs. Right. But but the thing is, Daniel Johnston was this folk artist from, from Austin, Texas, who wrote really... Um, Weird, yeah. I mean, the, the whole music. the whole slogan "Keep Austin Weird." I think it, the it, entire embodiment is inside Daniel Johnson. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, so he's a so and he, he's he's a bit off. Yeah, I mean, you know, he uh, famously, I think one of the, one of the big stories is he was in a plane with family members and tried to take the plane down. <laughs> I've never heard that. One. That and that was kind of one of the, you know what what brought him to a little more notoriety. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he. Uh, has has some mental issues. Is, is it autism or or what is it? Do we know um, without looking it up on Wikipedia right now? I, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, but I think it, maybe... it's something in the realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, you know, so he he's not he's not necessarily um, all the way well, sure. all the time. But it turns out that he's kind of an amazing songwriter, maybe because of that. Yeah, yeah. It's entirely possible. The thing is, he writes these beautiful, weird. Oddly emotional songs about ducks. Yeah, <laughs> and and lots of people have covered them. There's, I know there's already been uh, some good documentaries. Oh yeah, uh, there's going to be another documentary uh, coming out soon, and they're also uh, doing kind of a Kickstarter campaign behind it, and uh, just got their biggest donor. Oh good, who dropped ten grand. 
Oh, really? And you think Daniel Johnston? If you're if you're a person who's uh, well enough to drop ten grand, you're probably uh, not a Daniel Johnston fan. Well, I, what I was going to say is you you've got some good taste that you know who Daniel Johnston is. Uh, let's say this one uh, comes from surprising, and I guess I don't know credit where it's due, but somehow Lana Del Rey knows who Daniel Johnston is. So she, Lana Del Rey, uh, is uh, the executive producer. On a Daniel Johnson documentary. I got to go throw all my Daniel Johnson CDs away. <laughs> uh, I'll be back. I mean, I want to think on one side that the only song she knows is True Love Will Find You in the End. And, and I've heard some really <laughs> uh, pretty versions of that. Alila Diane, mm-hmm. uh, she, she does one with the, uh, the Headless Heroes. Yeah. It's, it's a great version. And I think, you know what, uh, 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 um, who are we talking about? Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Lana Del Rey. Alila Diane, Lana Del Rey. Uh, yes. uh, Lana Del Rey, I could actually hear her trying that. So I mean, I, I would that. like to think that she only knows about Casper the Friendly Ghost, personally. <laughs> and, that's, and that's why. She was yeah. turned on to him through Casper the Friendly Ghost. She just loved this, uh, the, uh, what is it, the, the thing that you spin the thing and the... Pull the thing, and then it says, the cow says... Oh, the speak and say. Yeah, the speak and say, yeah. She heard that part at the end and went, that's it. I have been touched by an angel. (laughs) A ghost. A friendly ghost. (laughs) All right, we'll wrap this up. uh, Not uh, not on the saddest note. This is quite a hopeful note, but um, one of our uh, greatest living songwriters, dating back to the 60s, John Prine, uh, just uh, just announced that he is uh, once again has uh, he, he already suffered cancer. He mm-hmm. had a cancer scare in the '90s, late '90s, and uh, he has uh, his lung cancer again. Uh, his lung cancer, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it is operable. It, it is operable. That's what we've heard. So uh, doctors in Nashville caught it early. Uh, it's it's he is so not worried about this. I guess this is what happens when you look death in the face already once, maybe. That when it comes back around, you're so not worried about it that he hasn't canceled his tour. Right. He's rescheduled a few dates, but otherwise he's like, no, no, no. I'll be fine. Yeah. It's yeah. good. To hell with the cancer. <laughs> to hell with the cancer. I'm, I, I believe so strongly that this will be okay, that I am not canceling my, my tour. That's so. what I like to hear. Yeah. I, like to, I like to see a guy who's been around the block, uh, you know, do it. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where you want him to get well. You think, well, maybe you should take some time off. But if he wants to be a badass, mm-hmm. if he can do it, like you said, uh, he's staring death in the face, done it before, no big deal. Yeah. And you think on one side, it's like, how can you say badass from the guy who wrote Angel from Montgomery? <laughs> uh, but he also wrote In Spite of Ourselves. True. Which was great. And Casper from Atlanta. That's <laughs> not him. I don't think that's him. Uh, All right, Sean. Hey, it's been a good year. It has, yeah, so, for the most part. For the most part. Except for the times I'm in here. Yeah, well, we've had our downs as well. <laughs> so uh, thank you. Uh, happy uh, 2014 to you. It's going to be a good year then, too, as long as I'm not in here. All right. Weekly, Weekly feed. feed. No, really. As long as, as long as you don't make me come in here. I'm, I'm not, I'm I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep going just so that you don't stop. Even though none of this is usable, there's no reason to keep it. I just didn't want you to hit stop on the, unless you already did, and if you did, then it doesn't really matter. I forgot to hit record. No, that's a, uh, that's probably even better. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>